When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Forever. This is Nicole's Gays and She's watched the show like a lot of times. Who is gonna be chief of surgery? Shana Rhymes wrote the show and it is really, really good. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Nicole's Grey's Anatomy. I am so pumped for this episode because we really tackle a classic big arc, which is Denny Duquette, but only when he is alive. No ghost stuff in this one. Ghost hallucination. You know, tomato, tomato, really. But this is just about the arc beginning with him as a patient and ending with um, his death. Oh, so brutal. Um, our guest is Ava Victor, who is a close friend and just such an amazing comedian and writer. And we really get into Karev's thing with Izzy and how Izzy is having this secret relationship and it's um it's a journey we chose a lot of clips because it just felt like it felt like it was too hard to cut it down so buckle up um yeah and I hope you enjoy it and if you enjoy this podcast in general I hope that you subscribe and on Apple Podcasts or Spotify wherever you listen to podcasts and if you don't mind leaving a nice review and a good rating that helps me out a lot and yeah I just um I'm just happy to be here happy you're here and I hope you enjoy the episode let's get into it hi welcome to Nicole's Grey's Anatomy right now as I'm recording this is the first episode we've recorded since the podcast launched so I feel like I'm just in an amazing mood because all these people are coming out of the woodwork. And I'm just like, yes, you're one of me. You're one of us. Um, And this episode, I'm so excited to have one of my closest friends. She's an editor at Reductress. She does shows all over town. She and I famously overlapped at college for one year, but did not never had a a word. Um, 
It's Ava Victor. Yay. Thank yes. you so much for having me. I am so excited. I listened to the episode and I wept and I thought, wow, I must come into the room. And now I'm here and it's a dream come true. It's truly a dream come true. And you were so ready to tell me what you wanted to talk about. Well, I then I said what I want to talk about because I was like, I'm going to blurt it out. Just say what I want. And then I was like, oh, my God, all these other things are flooding to mind. And then I was like, you know what? Someone needs to cover this. This is like something it's crucial we need to talk about it's essential mm-hmm. i have found that as i'm like pulling clips and kind of refamiliarizing myself with different arcs that i'm seeing scenes that i haven't thought about since like the last time i saw them and so now i've like started like this serial killer google doc that it's just like it's not even like i start being like okay this will be a category and it's like mm-hmm. bailey sesh christina talk about career and i'm like <laughs> what like i wh- love that like that's not <laughs> Just put it a category called Christina or one called Bailey. But I'm like, no, I want to be able to know like exactly what I'm looking for. And there's only one clip per hyper specific category. And it's I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to return to it, but it makes me feel better to make me feel like these scenes that I'm seeing that I'm loving aren't aren't going to be forgotten by moi. Well, I won't forget them either. And also, I do feel like Bailey-Christina relationship would be something I would be desperately interested in hearing, like a special about, at least, a special episode. Well, you know what scene I completely forgot Mm -hmm. about that I saw when I was pulling clips for this episode is when Bailey is pregnant and they're coming back with, um, you later find out, no heart for Danny Duquette. Mm -hmm. She's like looking at her pregnant belly and Bailey like reads her mind and is like I was like I wasn't sure whether or not I wanted to keep it and I was like I completely forgot that this was this conversation they uh, have like between a, them yeah Bailey is like all-knowing the omniscient character of it all I know and that is powerful and I one of the regrets I had was like oh my god what am I doing not like totally totally diving into Bailey but then I was like that's too much yeah it has and, to be like George and Bailey I know. know? Yeah, I know. I totally agree. I love Bailey so much. And I think that she goes through so many different stages. She's the best actress in the world, as is a lot of people on the show. (laughs) It's so interesting because the show has the highest concentration of best actors in the world. And then it also has Kevin McKidd. (laughs) (laughs) And so all we can see is sort of Kevin's gaps in knowledge about acting. You know what? His acting would be better if he kissed normal. And that's just my opinion. I had such a big fucking crush on Christina and Owen. Together. And that sucks for They're me. really horny. I know. And like when you're horny, you're like, that's how it feels. Well, also I was like in high school and I was like, right, I'm going to like ride this towel and like watch Christina and Owen like make out. I didn't do that. Sorry. No, but you but should. I could have. And, and we could have now. worked. <laughs> Not right now, but Not we now. could. Mm-hmm. Wait. So actually, now that you bring up, you know, high school and stuff, oh that that transitions perfectly into the first cue, which is what what's your grace journey? Okay. I'm like so embarrassed, but I have to be honest. Okay. I'm going to use full real names. Wow. <laughs> Just in case they're out there. Basically, it's it's so embarrassing. It goes against <laughs> everything I stand for. There are two parts. Uh-huh. The first part is I had a really big crush on, oh my God, this super mediocre guy <laughs> in high school. I was a sophomore. Is there any junior. other kind though? <laughs> That's high school, baby. Yeah. And I remember 
we went to get lunch and I didn't say a word. Yeah. Like in a group of people. And I had such a big crush on him. And I was like eating my sandwich and feeling. Double back. You went out to lunch? Well, yeah, because we went to this high school in this city that uh, we're in the city. Oh, and it yeah. had, like Famously, you're from San Francisco. From San Francisco. Yeah. It's uh, the worst and best part about me. But basically, I didn't say a word. I was super ashamed. But something about him. So his name is Blowsies. But I feel like it's actually super important to share, and that is his true name. And you can beep it out if that feels super unethical. I mean, obviously, you've put us in a really difficult <laughs> position because his last name is Blowsies. I know. That's why I felt like I had to share it. Maybe it's just like beep Blowsies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, basically, I looked at his Facebook one time. Ah! <laughs> I'm going to literally throw up on this mic. I looked at his Facebook, and one of the likes on Facebook was Grey's Anatomy. And I was like, well, what's that? And then I looked it up and was like... I guess this is my new favorite show so that I can have a conversation with someday. And then I watched it and it became honestly about so much more. It's crazy because I actually (laughs) think that Grey's Anatomy is the only thing I like that I didn't get into to impress a guy. I know. I mean, like every other like band or thing I listened to in high school or watched was was a farce like it was a performance mm-hmm. and so what you're saying is like humiliating you is actually something where i'm like no that's just that's how you be 16 so i'm gonna talk about that in therapy well good <laughs> good my therapist is on maternity leave so i can't explore anything these days but so selfish <laughs> it's horrible but basically uh also the thing about Grace anatomy being one of his likes is that like that's surprising because it's kind of he hot. like goes and skis, whatever. Okay. Uh, the other part of the story. <laughs> that Venn diagram, that overlap is so small. It's like only <laughs> in there and he's hot. Okay. Then he, whatever. I don't want to talk about him. Okay. And then the other part of my story is that after I started watching it, I was like, 100%, I will become a surgeon. I was like, it's happening. Done. I transferred classes to be in like minimal bio to be in like maximum bio. And, and this is still in high school? Mm-hmm. I was like a junior at this point. And then I made my mom, I proposed to my mom that I would get a chalk wall so I could draw a big aorta on it. Oh my God. And like label it because I wanted to be a cart, like I wanted to do heart surgery because I like was obsessed with like the hot people doing heart surgery. Yes. And like Uh also there was like this one episode, I don't remember what the words are, but it's like heart surgeons are like fire or whatever it was. They're hardcore. They're hardcore. And I was like, okay, so for sure I fuck really good. So I guess yeah. I wasn't fucking then, but I imagined I would someday. So I was like, that'll be part and of it. And look at you now. And look at me. I am drinking a hibiscus tea. It's true. <laughs> but okay. Then I realized I didn't want to be a bi- like a doctor and I wanted to be ultimately an actor on Grey's Anatomy. So then I went to theater school <laughs> where it's I met you. Kind of. Kind of. In a way. <laughs> sort of in a, in a bit of a way. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So wait, when did you, when did the transition from thinking that you wanted to go into medicine mm-hmm. to being like, oh, I actually just want to be on this show? Like when did that flippy floppy? I was very bad at biology. Okay. And crucial. I did a, I did a musical about, it was a French musical and I thought, well, okay, my heart has been taken by this horrible musical about Jacques Brel, the composer. Ultimately, it's crazy that you said that the best and worst thing about you is that you grew up in San Francisco when really it's actually a little bit more specific that you went to a French school <laughs> in that San is Francisco. The best and worst part. <laughs> that, I think that specifically is the best and worst. A French immersion school. Yeah. Which means Horrible. that everyone spoke French. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we can proceed it, with that knowledge. It sucks and it rules <laughs> and it's who you are. <laughs> and I'm very French. You're, you're more than that in so many ways and in other ways. That's it. That's it. I will say that if Blosey's emailed me, I would go to his 
ski resort and fuck him. I think we actually kind of had a similar age timeline of getting into grades. I mm-hmm. also got into grades like my sophomore, junior year of mm-hmm. high school. And that was, I remember driving. So I was 16 then and hearing on the radio a discussion that was like, did Meredith Grey actually drown? And I I wasn't watching Grey's at the time. So mm-hmm. that's how like, but I was about to. And mm-hmm. so that's about how far behind I was. But you had then a lot more to catch up on when you started. I had a lot. I, I don't remember. Did you rent? I rented DVDs from Blockbuster. Like I rented Seasons and watched them with my friend Kira. I rented them from La Video. Can you believe it? <laughs> Everything is French. It's like, where was I? <laughs> In France? <laughs> No, but I did go to this place called La Video in the Inner Sunset. Anyone? Okay. Um, and I <laughs> think I got DVDs two people there. in this room and both of us did not grow. Um, anyone? Clap if you can hear me. <laughs> Setting myself up for such failure. Um, yeah, I, I think I rented them. I mean, all I can remember is getting block sets of Gilmore Girls, which is like the blue, the blue one because I thought it was the best one. Two. Two. Season two. And that's what we're exploring here today. Yeah. Season two of Gilmore Girls. So then what made you want to talk about Danny Duquette? Was that like a particularly... I don't know. I thought so. And then I rewatched it and it was like, well, no, I think the thing that I... I just remember being like, wait, she cut the LVAD wire? (laughs) And it comes back all the time. Like everyone's like, well, remember Izzy and the LVAD wire. It just feels like very... I think think their relationship to me was like, at the time I was watching it, like unbelievably heartbreaking yeah and now i rewatch it and i'm like damn that's like there are red flags in both directions the whole time absolutely it's such a bad relationship when i first watched it i felt like i was confused i was like they don't even really know each other like where is this coming from and then when i rewatched it i was surprised by how much he actually is in the show mm-hmm. and there are like all these interactions but, but I they're think all the same they are all the or same they're all they're two different things. They're either like we're horny or yeah. it's like we're devastated. And the, how Karev plays into all of it is, I know. is so sad and confusing. <laughs> She's like, you are my second choice and never forget that. Well, so Io and I talked about Rebecca Pope when she was on. Yeah. And we were talking about how, you know, it's so bizarre that like, he then kind of falls for this patient in the aftermath of Izzy. But what we kind of, what I kind of like didn't remember is that he, he and Izzy are like together. Like it's, it's not just, it's not like he was like not, I I don't know how to, I'm not doing a good job of explaining, but he was still hung up on Izzy. Is that what you mean? I guess I guess what I was saying when I was talking to Io about it, I was like, I think it's weird that Karev didn't learn from the mistakes of Izzy. Right. Um, like he saw that whole thing happen. Right, right, right. But watching it, he's so much more in the middle of it that I don't think that it doesn't feel like the same thing at all. Mm-hmm. Like I was remembering it as being really similar. And I'm like, mm. no, it actually isn't the same thing because – because it's very different. It's yeah. not the same because it's different. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Wow. I mean, how long did that take? <laughs> Eight minutes? It was, took like, I was completely here and present for it. <laughs> like, here we are. I, I felt listened. that. And that's what was bad about it. I was like, oh, no, she's listening. And <laughs> too hard. And no one should. Oh, yikes. Oh, my gosh. Well, I will also say this. Another part of this 
plot, like when I, when I was looking for Denny stuff, I noticed the George and Callie stuff and was like much more moved by the George and Callie stuff because I feel like in my adult life, I'm like, well, I see this, this like thing of her being like, hey, could you prioritize, could you like stand up for me? As like, yeah. it was like, yeah, bitch, go. The washing the hands plot. I know, is, it's so is mean. mean. Yeah. It's like, uh, cunt. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> There no, no she's like podcast. undercover. Yeah, she's um, she's. She, I mean, they're all they're really all mean so, to Callie. They bully her. They just bully her. So like so stark. Yeah, I was also thinking about the plot line where, um, Izzy thinks that Callie wants to fist fight because Izzy like the justification is that Izzy grew up in a trailer park and that's how you settled your disputes, which like. <laughs> Okay. And then Callie is like humiliated because she just wants to talk and everyone has gathered and like bet money because they think that it's going to be this big fight. I mean, that's later. That's that's after Izzy and George have their moment. Awful moment. (laughs) You know what? I also forgot that this was in the middle of. All of Denny happens when Meredith and George aren't speaking. Yeah. Because they fucked and it went bad. It went so bad. Of course. And then she's like, he was like, she's my family. And I was like, she's not. You actually fucked her. So it's super unfair that you're telling Callie that she's your family because you fucked her. George, get it together. Yeah. The part where I, yeah, because I I also watched the part last night where um, he's like moving out and he's like, he's like, why? Why did you do it if you knew you didn't you didn't like want to? And Meredith is super honest and she's like, I didn't know I didn't want to. Like I was sad and you were here and I thought maybe it's been George all along. And then later George confesses that he knew the whole time that she wasn't into it and he thought that like one night would be better than no nights at all. And I was like, Yikes. What the fuck, dude? Ew. I'm so glad he dies. <laughs> Oh my god! Right now, I have to say, I'm glad he dies. That's not true. I'm very. It's very tragic when he dies, it's and I did very, hear you talk about how that was very, like, a very intense moment for it you. It was. It was a true moment of surprise in yeah, TV it was for very me. Surprising. Um, double seven. Double seven. Question for you about yeah. Denny. Oh my god. Do you find Jeffrey Dean Morgan hot? Oh my god. Is that a loaded question? No, it's very simple. Yes, <laughs> I find him to be riveting. I find him to be honestly out of this world and looks a lot like Javier Bardem. He does. He you find out that he's like 38 and you're like, right? That's like what they how old they say he is, I think. Really? Yeah, and I'm like, okay, that adds some dimension to this. So yeah. I mean, I do think in rewatching it, I think the actor is unbelievably hot and is married to Hillary Burton from One Tree Hill. Oh, I know. And that's to me unbelievably hot. And in on my list of like guest stars on Grey's who I would very much like to come back, Hillary Burton, chief among them. Oh yeah, what did she do again? Um she fucked Arizona oh during a blackout. <laughs> the show is so fucking good. That plot line I truly love. Not though necessarily the flirtation leading up to it, but that like Arizona pins her wedding ring on the inside of her scrub top and then they have sex in a blackout and then they accidentally put on each other's scrub tops and Hillary oh Burton puts God. on Arizona's inside out and Callie sees the wedding ring and she knows. Oh my God. As it is, as they say in France, 
quite good. <laughs> I was like, yes, please. <laughs> I, That's French. <laughs> she's so pretty, Hillary Burton. I yeah, mean, and Jessica Capshaw. They're all. Everyone this is, is crazy and maybe controversial, but I actually think everyone on Grace is really pretty. It's so hard to watch and not think about them all naked all the time. Sorry, but true. Yeah. No, I get that. Anyway, he's hot. And he also, in rewatching it, when I think about him as an actor doing these intense moments, I get turned on. When I think about the character going through these circumstances, I get sad. But he does make, and these are sort of, this is sort of my main thesis tonight in bringing in clips. He makes many like orgasmic sounds throughout the show. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to show everyone like what I found in my research. <laughs> Is yeah. that okay to say? We should definitely just get into the clips then. Okay. The orgasmic sounds. Well, I mean, he and he also is super creepy. It's complicated. It's, yeah. He's creepy, by the way. I don't find the character of Denny hot per se. Uh-huh. And I don't find the relationship amazing. But, but I wouldn't change fuck? a thing. <laughs> I wouldn't change a thing. Um, yeah. I mean, I have to say, and we'll get to this line. Well, we'll just get to the line. But when one? he says, I'm a horse of a man, oh, yeah. that does something for me. And I hate that. that because my taste, <laughs> my taste in men is not looking for a horse of a man. <laughs> I'm looking for a whisper of an emotional. Disguise it as much as you can. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a horse of a man. And he says it like that. Oh my God, that was really. I'm a horse of a man. That was also that was really awesome. good. <laughs> Should we spend the rest of the time doing that? Yeah. Well, let's so, do it. <laughs> the first clip that you pulled oh, yeah. makes a lot of sense. It's the first it's one. When, it's the first one. It's when you meet Denny. And oh my God, it's so crazy. <laughs> You're going to freak out, by the way. <laughs> You're never going to believe it. When you meet Denny, when you meet you'll Denny. Know. Hey, you'll know. Okay. I guess let's just, you know, fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Danny Duquette. Hey, Dr. Bailey. I hope seeing you here means they finally found you a heart. No offense, doctor, but I'm not a big fan of hospitals. It takes something pretty special to get me in here. Well, what do we know about Mr. Duquette? Capricorn, single, loves to travel and cook. Danny, be quiet. Let her show off. Denny Duquette, 36, admitted today for a heart transplant necessitated by a viral cardiomyopathy. Mm, And what does that mean? That his heart is unable to fill and pump blood normally. Good. Denny, this is Dr. Stevens. She'll be attending to you prior to surgery. (laughs) I guess I'll be seeing you around, Dr. Stevens. Dr. Bell, 2743. Dr. Bell, 2743. I got a hand to the guy trying to get some action when he's... Wow. Krev, so Krev right away. Krev is like, no. Um, Yeah, he has a good look. Denny. Yeah, he has like a very good look. I mean, I will say you didn't get to see that, but I'll explain that the whole time he was staring directly into Catherine Heigl's, I don't know, soul, but also like boobs through her eyes. (laughs) I don't know how to say that. Her boobs are really big. (laughs) I cannot watch an episode and not think about her boobs. I just can't think of, (laughs) I can't stop thinking about what it would be like if I had those on my body. And on, and also those boobs on that body. Yes. Doesn't make any sense. I'm so mad. She was like crying. I was like, yeah, bitch, take it. No, I'm kidding. But it will. I think that we are two girls on the taller side. Yeah. And and yeah, we are. And like what she has going on, we do not have going on. And that's totally fine. Yeah, Um, it is. Yeah, I'm actually glad. I actually actually feel so bad for her that she looks like that because, you know, (laughs) you could look like 
that and you know have a really good life but for us to have a good life <laughs> i'm like down you know, there with you yeah like for you to for you well, to have like it would just be super boobs. embarrassing to look like her because it's like wait what it's like okay everyone's like wait what how did you get here and that just sounds hard like i wouldn't want to be like have to deal with like people being like what yeah to my boobs people know people know exactly how my boobs got here they're like mm, yep <laughs> okay well that was hot i love i love bailey like mm-hmm. being like let her show off mm-hmm. that's the favorite part okay then you also had this part oh yeah later oh this very same episode when they interact i will say like yeah i don't know say i was just gonna say as I'm watching today, I do feel like more powerfully attracted to them than I was last night watching them. Interestingly, God, the <laughs> human brain. What? What a wonder. <laughs> okay, here we go. This is this is the next clip from the same episode. Hi, Denny. <laughs> I thought you were asleep. Nah, I'm asleep in hospitals. I'm scared I'll never wake up. Can I ask you something personal? If I say no? I'll hold my breath, which will stop my heart killing me. You're right here. You'll be charged with murder. Lifetime in prison being loved by a Foreshadow. big old girl named Hilda. So my choices are homicide charges or inappropriate personal questions from a patient. I know. kind of sucks. Oh, you can have you know both. Hold your breath. I'll <laughs> take my boots. chances with Hilda. I can do girl on girl. Oh, see, so you bringing up girl on girl. How can I blackmail you if you bring up girl on girl? What do you want to know? That guy, Alex, you with him? No, not anymore and never ever again. Good. Uh-huh. Good? Yeah, good. It means I want to fight him for you. What makes you think I want you to fight him for me? Hello, you are in love with me. Am <laughs> I? Yeah, it's not your fault. I mean, I'm well off, but I'm not into money. I'm smart, but I'm not a know-it-all. I'm funny, I'm, I'm really nice. I love animals. And I'm hot. I'm a catch. You know, if you can wrap your head around the enlarged, failing heart and the dependency to IV meds. You're right. I am so in love with you. It's a shame, really, since I'm with Hildy and all. I will say my ultimate dream for this clip was that we played I can do girl on girl 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 because it doesn't make it's just super crazy yeah <laughs> like that's their their flirting is her being like hey I can do girl on girl he's like oh you can do girl on girl oh how can I blackmail you <laughs> yeah this yeah. Up, yeah this scene kind of shows like the bad like the harassy parts of this relationship <laughs> for lack of a better word yeah but she seems totally into it mm-hmm. but but you are kind of like why yeah but it's because she's like kind of instantly Smitten. drawn to him yeah well she also goes for like i don't know guys like karev so she's like this guy is so awesome yeah my boyfriend is so mean to everybody and this one's not mean in the same way and then he says the thing about being well off and then we later find out he has 13.8 million dollars wait when do we oh right duh that's a spoiler but uh oh yeah sure. i don't really acknowledge spoilers on this show <laughs> of course, i just kind of what am i supposed to do live in fear yeah and that's not the way we do it here <laughs> no i uh, i so 
something that we're not going to show, mm-hmm. but that's something I really want to discuss from this episode uh-huh. is, you know, he's discharged at the end of this episode oh. because he doesn't get a heart. Yeah. And oh. you see him for the look. only time in not a hospital gown. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to describe his outfit because it made me go, what? <laughs> Wait, what? And I paused it and I rewound it and I tried to count how many. I, I, he is wearing yeah. a beige suede blazer <laughs> over a maroon quarter zip over a plaid button down with a very thin red scarf and a leather briefcase. <laughs> Wait, he has a briefcase? Yeah, like a leather... Yeah, it's almost like a more of like an over... It's like a cross between a leather overnight bag and a briefcase, which he's carrying on his lap. He looks like they watched um, Dead Poet Society like oh the night before, and they were like, can we do a casual look <laughs> of like this preppy, like bescarfed oh my professor? God. It's wild to me. I can't... Can you imagine anyone wearing a thin red scarf considering themselves to be a horse of a man? It just blows well, my mind. <laughs> also, wearing a thin red scarf and being like, you're in love with me. <laughs> a beige. Yeah. I mean, like I mean, he's dressed like an incel. <laughs> he is so, way too hot to be wearing that outfit. I guess I, I guess I, I guess incel isn't quite right. It's but it it is a little bit right. He's dressed like a dork. Yeah, that that's is, what it is. Like freaking dork, freaking dude. dork, He's like man. a nerd. <laughs> and yeah, I mean the the beige suede blazer. That's enough to really take up some time. Yeah, for, to think about. I mean that moment when he stands up and then looks back mm-hmm. to me. I always was like, that's hot, and didn't really notice. I, I'm t- I'm talking about things being too uh, hot too much here i don't think so uh, i think that that that's kind of a key part of this arc that's true well when he stands up i was so transfixed with like him looking back mm-hmm. and her being like <laughs> yeah that i didn't notice the outfit but i'm really glad you brought that to our attention oh my god i'm so scared that like he's gonna die soon <laughs> Denny it's just Jaquette? coming like it's coming this is a character that has been created to be killed just yes. like it's but one of we those. didn't necessarily know that i mean we knew but we but we didn't know yeah i guess not and I then this the, interview that he was like the act like the actor was like all these actors like beg shonda to find a way to not kill them mm-hmm. like all the and shonda's always like you have to die <laughs> yeah she just does that she's like sorry this is what it is you die yeah and then he comes back like in the same like he comes back to like be a ghost obviously but it's not the same yeah could never be the same oh yeah i forgot to mention that we just aren't even going to get into that because that's not part of the clean arc that's that's more of an izzy thing Mm -hmm. that's its own episode ghost denny own different man different man of an angel horse of an angel (laughs) truly in the horse (laughs) of an angel it's like hi izzy (laughs) i'm here for you that was good izzy I'm here for I'm you. I'm a horse. I'm a horse of an angel. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. I just kicked something. It's okay. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. Okay, next up that oh my God, I next? pulled. Okay, good. I can't wait. Is when Karev is a huge jerk oh to Denny. God, it is crazy. It's crazy. Because Karev is dating Izzy. It's crazy because the first time that she talks about Karev, she's like, I'm not dating him and I never will again. And then like cut to literally seven episodes later and they are like dating and 
quite happy. And also cut to that scene where she's outside the hospital licking an ice cream cone and making out with him at the same time as it is a cupcake but yes so sorry i'm so stupid she's (laughs) licking the frosting off of a cupcake which just it honestly like grosses me out and she's like doing it like in his face and it's like flirty yeah and then he comes in on a stretcher and she's she's like denny denny (laughs) denny denny is no i can't do it i think that was close denny no, fuck me. That was farther away. I need to practice. Like, can we turn the mic off for a second? I need to, like, practice a hundred times. No, we have to hear. Okay, we need to listen to her say something, and I'm going to grab something from what she says so I can replicate it exactly. Because oh her gosh. voice is up here, honestly, and there's no lisp, and mine has a little bit of a lisp. It's okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, so I pulled this. So this is, yeah, the next time that we see Denny, seven episodes later, he comes in, and Karev... Picks up on the fact that there's chemistry and he is a great A asshole. You're not easy. Sorry to disappoint you. Not disappointed, just saying. Where is she? Well, she's busy with other patients. I'm afraid you'll have to make do with me. Look, man, I'm sure you're I'm sure you're a fine doctor. Just just not as much my type. No offense. Yeah, I guess I'll just have to sit on being Izzy's type. Is my cousin? I just realized. You too. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You know? Congratulations. Hey, baby. Yeah. Okay, so what I just realized in watching that clip is that if this medical show was taking place in 1920... Too, oh, he God. would make sense. His like voice oh, and like voice. demeanor. Gotcha. I thought you were gonna explain the cousin comment, and I was like, "How old is your cousin?" <laughs> I thought you what you were gonna say. If, if this took place in 1922, that would be my cousin. And I was like, "Your cousin sounds old." <laughs> my cousin is so old. Your cousin's no offense, but your cousin sounds really old. <laughs> Rev looks like my fucking cousin, and I just realized that. And he has a sort of a similar vibe. One like my cousin can be a little bit like sharp. <laughs> He cannot watch this. <laughs> Listen to okay. this. That, that's for another podcast called Cousin Talk. <laughs> called Shit on Your Cousin. Called Shit on Your Freaking Cousin. Okay, I then also pulled the part of this episode where Izzy yells at him because it's the first time where you're like, wait, sorry. <laughs> Are were we serious about this? What's going on? Okay. Or at least that's that's how I feel. Oh, yes. Don't take too long, Danny. I'm so happy to get this page. Stop, that's not why I paged you. Uh, what, you paged me to the on-call room to talk? No, I paged you to the on-call room to yell. Why the hell did you talk to Denny about us? You had no right. Oh, because you never talked to Denny about no, personal. I don't talk to him about our sex life, Alex. That is between us. Okay, got it. So none of your friends know that we're sleeping together. I'm sorry, are you saying that you and Denny are friends now? No, I don't become friends with my patients. Is. You're an ass. You feel threatened by him. That is why you did that. There's no other reason. You're his doctor, Izzy, and he's your half-dead, possibly soon-to-be all-dead patient. How could I possibly be threatened by that guy? I can't believe you just said that. Someone's got to. I don't know. I feel for neither of them. I know. They're both kind of right. I know. Like, what Karev did was inappropriate, and he did it from a place of insecurity. Jealousy. But also, like, 
Izzy. Yes, no. like someone does need to, like, why are you feeling, it is not polite to call someone half dead, almost soon to be all dead. Yeah. I'll admit that. And I will admit that too, uh, honestly. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, actually, I'm the person. bigger person. <laughs> yeah, I, I can I can admit that that's um, super rude. rude. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, like, true. Yeah. And, and sometimes it, it's good to hear the tough stuff. The thing of like, don't fall in love with a patient. Yeah. She does not hear it. Oh boy, does she no, not hear does it? No, it doesn't get through. I just, I think that we're still in the period of time where Karev is just like kind of unredeemably mean. Yeah. And, but at the same time right now, you're really getting to see this other side of him where he like is really softened up with Izzy. And it is like, like I do feel like kind of a sadness that, he's opening himself up to Izzy and she just is like, I love him. Not there for him. My, I like Alex when he's working with Arizona. That's when it like works for me. And that's when he has that one plot line with like the, he has like that plot line where he's like watching all three little teeny babies. Yeah. And he takes off his shirt. Yeah. Oh my God. I forgot about that. Should we watch that? (laughs) Should we just, what if I like immediately knew the time code off the top of my head and I was like, yeah, no problem. Every night before bed. Yeah. Um, also I have something to try. Oh yeah. I didn't page. I didn't page you for sex, Alex. I paged you to yell. Where do you get off? That's pretty good. It's horrible. No, I actually. But I'm think closer than I was. I closed my eyes and which you know to kind of simulate what it would be like to just <laughs> listen. For example, on a podcast, and I re- I really felt hmm. the parts of it hit it exactly. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Then okay, uh, okay, okay. Then I just saw that you also pulled part of this clip, which is at the very end where God she was, encourages him to get an elephant. She she is so biased. These this entire I was so surprised looking back because I thought the whole thing was them like him being like I want to live for you, and she's like not. He's like I want to die, bitch, and she's like no, no, not for me. But what about me? But she is good at acting at that moment. It's complicated. I know. Okay, wait, we'll do it. Okay. It's. This we'll, also explains what an elvat is, which is very important because I still don't really know, but I kind of know now. Yeah, it's like it's it's wires and cords and batteries to make your heart to make your heart stay mm, stronger for like two not years. That? Ugh, medicine is so complicated. <laughs> but I don't know. We'll it. have to consult the chalkboard in your bedroom. Oh my god. Okay, here we go. The Elvad will yeah. inhibit organ deterioration. It'll allow you to get off most of the meds that you're on, and it'll give your heart a much needed rest. I'm just, I'm just so tired. I appreciate that. <laughs> but the OVAD also has increased survival rates over conventional therapies. And I think that you hey. need... Hey. Having this surgery, it means I don't get to leave here. And you know how much I hate hospitals. I do know. But as your doctor, I can't support you making any other decision. The surgery will allow you more time, and we need more time. We. We, your doctors, need more time. 
Then we need more time. So, you'll be here? Every day. And as an added bonus, it'll really piss off Alex. <laughs> yes, that it will. That it will. It's like... Okay. 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 Well, it is good act. It is good acting. It's good acting. Yeah. And a lot of their dialogue is like, okay, (laughs) okay, okay. We, we, we are doctors. (laughs) And also, we need more time. We need more time, but also, we We need need more time. time. Yeah. Really, subtext is, and I actually always say this, uh-huh. subtext is everything. <laughs> and that's actually something I think about all the time, how subtext is everything. Often when I'm saying that, which is very often, I'm mm-hmm. actually quoting the thing that you're thinking, which is that subtext is <laughs> Which you came up with. Everything, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for this scene, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, it is really, it is very good acting. Catherine Hickel is a very good actor. Yeah. Jeffrey Dean Morgan looks extremely ill. He looks so And that's sick. a triumph of makeup, but also... I think it's good acting. His lips are white. His <laughs> lips are white. His face is is Ugly. gray. Yeah, sorry, oh, gray. No, and but he just looks bad. He looks bad. He doesn't look hot. And you and but but fine. we haven't really skipped over that much stuff, which is why I just want to say like they're connecting. They're yeah, like it does it does feel like like what how what pulls them what, what pulls them to what, each other? Yeah, like we know they have. I think they have a ton of sexual tension. <laughs> Don't say it too loud. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, he's like, you're my girl on girl. <laughs> and yeah. they're like, we're in love now. <laughs> and then he gets the Elvad and Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. It is wild how much. Like, this past season, mm-hmm. they tried to kind of do like a like a Rebecca Pope, a Denny, like that type of character that's like a patient in the hospital with a long term issue who's in for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Her name is Cece. Have you met Cece yet? Yeah, she's like a psychic. Yes. Okay. She's yeah. She well, she's a matchmaker. Oh right, right, right. Sorry, but honestly, same. I'm so sorry. Like that was so fucked up for me. <laughs> but like Cece, I think they like are, are like they definitely are trying to kind of harken back to when you would just have these patients who were in and out over the course of a season, uh-huh. and but that is so unusual now. Like it is kind of crazy to think that like you spend a lot of time. With Denny just yeah. in a hospital bed that they just were like, huh, still no heart. Yeah. I mean, he is in like maybe four minutes of like five of these episodes mm-hmm. or less. Yeah. The thing I remember was, was oh, going to yes, say. yes, yes. I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> it's so good. It's so important. I remember this. I'm prepped. This scene reads like a breakup, sort of. And my case for it is this. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't want to be here anymore. And she's like, I appreciate that. <laughs> but that's not what's going to happen. And he's like, okay. And she's like, okay. And he's like, okay. Yeah. What I like about her performance is I can see her kind of knowing what she's supposed to say as a doctor and like trying to like toggle between yeah. being like, I hear your concerns <laughs> and I appreciate those. However, like, you know, it's very, it is like, it's like a, yeah, it's a hybrid. It's, it is kind of like a breakup. They're sort of subtext. 
And you know what I like to say about subtext? <laughs> gimme, it's gimme. There. Gimme, gimme. And then the next clips that oh, yeah. we have. Okay. Oh, I pulled these clips. Okay. What's crazy is we pulled a lot of clip, different clips from same episodes, which, I mean, it makes a ain't that sense. just the way. Yeah. And I pulled these two clips of Meredith kind of stirring. Because everything is happening just between Izzy and Denny in this room and like no one else is there. Or and watching over being like, this isn't okay. Right. Like there's like, they're just like, well, she's his doctor. Like she's in the room with him. And then like we start getting into this thing where like Karev noticed, but like no one's really trusting Karev that things are fucked up because like he's jealous and why, and why would you trust him? And then you start really seeing, and I think that these are really good Meredith scenes. Yeah. Um. So, okay, let me. Ugh. These are good Meredith scenes. I love, I love Meredith. Now, Mare. Some people call you like her. Mare now. Yeah, I listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you're I right. Listen to your journey. But I didn't love Mare like at this point in the series mm-hmm. when I first watched. Yeah. Um, okay, here we go. Izzy gave me medical advice. You're giving me different advice. It just so happens that yours is the advice I want to hear. Well, Dr. Bailey outranks Dr. Stevens, so it's safe to say Dr. Bailey's advice is the one to follow. That's not what he's worried about, Dr. Gray. He's worried that Dr. Stevens might get her ego bruised and her feelings hurt. Am I right? No, no, definitely no. Because it would concern me if you were making medical decisions based on how our Dr. Stevens might feel about it. Well, in that case, I say we, we do this thing. Screw that dizzy blonde doctor girl. That's not helping, Denny. No. No. What's going on between Stevens and Denny? Is it a crush? Is it an innocent flirtation? Or is Stevens actually crossing the line? I know she likes him. I can't imagine Izzy would do that. Uh-huh. I couldn't imagine you and Yang would be stupid enough to fall for your attendance. But I was wrong about that, wasn't I? Yeah. Wow. I just love... I mean, you know, you can't really see it because it's bad, but... Meredith is like giving these looks to Denny kind of being like don't bring up like she's like protecting Izzy Mm -hmm. and like kind of protecting the relationship. I just think that something I find so interesting about Meredith's character Mm -hmm. is even though you like eventually meet Sadie and they were like joined at the hip and they traveled all over Europe together and they were friends like that type of loyalty where you don't just like leave or lose touch with people like feels very new in Meredith's life mm-hmm. and having like a group of friends that you feel loyalty to and you're like, well, we don't leave anyone behind. Like mm-hmm. I really like watching her kind of develop that and seeing how protective she is of Izzy, even though she was like the first person to say besides Alex to be like, this is a, this is a really bad idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like I I like watching her kind of work it out and toggle once to- again. And once again, there's some toggling. Oh my god, that's true. She is doing a really good job in this scene, and so is Bailey. Yeah, which leads me to a point I've thought while watching these clips: the three people on this show who I believe actually could four people. <laughs> Who could be doctors in real life and convince me they are doctors uh-huh. are Miranda, Bailey, obviously. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Preston Burke. Yeah. Erica Hahn, which. Yes, we'll get to it, baby. Okay. 
and obviously Christina Yang. Yeah. But those are the four people where I'm like, when they enter a room, we are in a hospital. And sometimes the other people too. But mainly I'm like, damn, that they bring like a fucking doctor vibe, okay? Yeah. I totally agree. Anyway, I guess everybody knows that. No. But I thought it was important to say. I think it is important to say. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> thanks so I much, y'all. Contempl- yeah. I think that I would trust Miranda Bailey to be like a doctor. But I think that as far as like who I would let cut me open, I also think I would let Meredith do it. Really? Yeah. Like, I think that unfortunately, Bailey's OCD mm-hmm. um, plot line got to you got to me a little bit yeah not because i don't trust doctors with ocd so don't Mm -hmm. go peddling that and i won't and i might but i won't but now (laughs) but you i better be careful (laughs) but i but i think that like her character is just so different now than it was like seasons like one through eight like absolutely she's like unstoppable and we don't see the vulnerabilities and it's but but, and that's kind of like what makes it so believable because the same thing with Han, same thing with Burke. But yeah, yeah for you're whatever right. reason, like with Gray, I like kind of would just, yeah, like cut into me. She Ellen would do Pompeo, her best to save you. Cut into me. Yeah. Um, she already did, basically. And speaking of Ellen, I also pulled this part from the episode where she um, then confronts Izzy about it later because I think it's so... So good. How's Danny doing? Bailey's not caving in on the L bad thing, is she? About that. I thought Alex was kidding when he said you dumped him for a heart patient. Did you really dump him for a heart patient? Of course not. Because Danny's a patient. We can't fall for our patients. Uh, you're falling for a vet. I'm considering the possibility of maybe having a date with a vet. Classic. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> My point is, Bailey's on the warpath about you and Denny, so just be careful. <laughs> you can tell she is totally lying. Yeah. And then you pulled this Meredith moment. This is really a mirror episode. You I pulled know. this Meredith moment from this episode where she talks to Denny, which is this. Her eyes are so, like, bright. I love her hair in this episode. She has I her know. hair in the ponytail and then, like, the wispy like bangs. bangs. Not even wispy, just, like, they're parted down the middle and they're curly. They're so pretty. Ugh. She's so pretty. It's so sad that they can't find jeans that fit her because there are no jeans on earth that are small enough for her body. Yeah. I know I don't know you very well. You want to talk to me about Izzy? Yeah. Because you disapprove. No. This comes from nothing resembling a high horse. High horses want nothing to do with me. You know, this thing with you and Izzy, it's... There are strict rules about doctors taking patients. You know Izzy pretty well, right? You think if I went to her and I said, hey, you know, this is going to be really bad for your career. You probably shouldn't come around to see me anymore. You, you think that'll have any effect at all? The thing is, I was healthy my whole life till I wasn't. And for the last year, I've had a lot of time to lay around in bed and think about my life. And the things that I remember best, well, those are the things that I wasn't supposed to do and I did them anyway. So the thing is, Meredith, life is too damn short to be following these rules. Who 
yeah. She has a big ass grin. She's, She's like, like, I get it, Izzy. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Also, his portable Elvad makes it look like he's wearing suspenders with a white <laughs> t-shirt, and that fucks me up. <laughs> and this isn't the only moment in this thing, and he wears ones that are light at a yes. different point. I read an interview with Jeffrey Dean Morgan where he was like, when I signed on, I was, I assumed I was Meredith's love interest. Wow. And then I read the script and realized I wasn't. That's all, basically all the information I have. But <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was interesting because um, I could They do have good chemistry. It. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. They, I think they he could create it with well anybody. Together. Yeah. It's him. It's They're him. doing nothing. <laughs> They're bad and he's they just, good. <laughs> they just watch him act. <laughs> They call it smile. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I really like that scene. I like it because there's so few parts of this arc that I find realistic or relatable just because it is so like fantastical. Yeah. Like and like it's meant to be in a romantic way where it's like, can you believe that these people found each other? But like th- those moments where they get kind of real even though they are like a little saccharine it's Mm -hmm. i don't know i really like it yeah i like that one too i think there can be moments with denny and izzy that feel actually kind of toxic to like watch and be like rooting for i just see them making their mistakes you know anyway yeah meredith's amazing i'm a little worried about watching this next one what's the next one when he gets mad at izzy for not letting him die Oh, it's like sad. So yeah. So what's happened in this episode? I think like his port. Oh, he collapsed. He fell down the stairs because he was, he was pushing too it too hard. He was and pushing. Burke his- is like, that's not what the Elvad does, and he's like, well, I'm a horse of a man. Not to spoil, but not to spoil. But he is about to talk about being a horse of a man. What if this is just? What if like we watched it and he was like, I'm a cow of a man. <laughs> and this whole time we've been misquoting it. Can you imagine? Yeah, I can, and it would it would surprise us for sure. Come on, Denny. Just Is it? smell. Smell. Chocolate. And not the crappy processed waxy kind, but the really good Swiss chocolate that you get at the gift shop that costs way too much money, but is totally worth it. Try it. And exhibit B. Tabloids. Good old-fashioned trashy celebrity gossip rags. Damn it, guaranteed. Izzy. Stop it. Stop it. You think I'm feeling sorry for myself, right? Poor sad sack Denny just needs a little perspective. You do need a little perspective. You have no idea what it is to lose what I have lost. I know lost, Denny. No, you don't. I'm a man. I'm a strong, virile, horse of a man stuck in the body of some weak, sick bastard that I don't know, like, or recognize. Now, if you knew what that feels like, you would have never convinced me to let a battery run my heart. If you knew what it feels like, Izzy, you would have let me go. Yeah. Horse of a man. It's hard for that to not be the takeaway. <laughs> you have to work really hard for your... If a man to my face <laughs> called himself virile... I'd call the police. Like, I don't know what I would do. I, the context, the context helps. The context of him falling down. Him just like being extremely weak and sad. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like that. Right. Helps. Right, like it's not just like you go on like 
a date and you're at a coffee shop and they're like, I'm pretty virile. <laughs> Describe yourself in three words. <laughs> virile, horse, woman. <laughs> you shouldn't have let me go. Yeah. That part's sad. That part is really sad. I or you should have let me go, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. No, you shouldn't have let me go. Anyway, man. He wasn't like you shouldn't have let me go. You should have let me go. Yeah. <laughs> it's nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> we did a work today. <laughs> I yeah, I mean, and then kind of from this point on, it's like the hits keep coming. Like every moment is like completely wrenching. And somehow you just like like watching these out of context when you haven't watched like week after week after week like getting to know Denny and getting invested and seeing people get hurt. Mm -hmm. You it's like a little easy to like laugh or have a bit of a sense of humor about it but yeah. when you're really in the middle of it you're like holy shit this guy can't die we've got too many people who are depending on this to I work know. out because this ne next clip you pulled i hadn't seen in a really long time and i was like oh yeah this is so sad oh God, this is like a sad night everyone in this room is like so sad and crying and stuff <laughs> i have some news for you Am I getting a better television? Because this one is ridiculously small and it doesn't get the porny channels. You're getting a heart, Denny. I don't mean to be dramatic and all, but I'm going to need you to repeat that. And you say it slow, because this is one of those moments in life that I'm going to want to remember in detail. You are getting a heart from Mercy West. Dr. Burke already left to get it. I guess this means I'm going to have to start taking you on some real dates. <laughs> guess so. <laughs> Here we are, Mr. Duquette. What are these? DNR papers. What? Do not resuscitate? I'll leave these here and come back. <sighs> Why are you signing these? You're getting the heart. This heart doesn't come through for some reason. It will. The last one didn't. You are on an OVAD. Okay, that could give you another two years right there. Is he? If I don't get this hard, I'm done. I'm, 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 I'm tired. No. No. I'm not going to let you make this decision. Not now. Well, that's funny because I thought DNR was a patient's choice. Listen to me. I believe in heaven, Izzy. And if I had to choose between this life here and and one in heaven, I choose heaven. Okay? That wouldn't sway me. <laughs> if the person who I was in love with was like, no, but you don't understand I want to go to heaven. I'd be like, go yeah. later. What the fuck? Like, go, we'll in go together, bitch. Go in a couple years. Eat shit. Yeah. I really, I don't often relate to Izzy mm -hmm. because I famously am not an animal person. <laughs> <laughs> I like them. I respect them. But I'm not going to like revive a deer in the bed of a flat, a flatbed back of a truck. Which is what she is that what it's called? Does. The flat. Can you tell that I'm the super outdoorsy? The flatbed of a truck. No, yeah, I've been in a couple flatbeds. So. I said the bed of a flatbed truck, which is not what it is. What it is called 
I didn't know that part of the truck was called a flatbed. I thought it was called an open face trunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's an open face. It's an open face trunk. <laughs> it's I'm the, from it's, France. It's the, car, the car's tail. <laughs> yeah, she does once do procedures on. Uh, oh yeah, deer, and like what the fuck? I wouldn't do that, but I would yell at someone mm-hmm. that they're not allowed to sign a DNR. Yeah, I'd do that. I feel like he's so tired. Though. He says that a lot. He's, he's so tired. He's, he's 36 tired. and I do not know what that's like. No, that's well, not why he's tired. He's tired because his heart. Yeah. Sorry, not to make light of it. If you're listening and you're 36 or older. Sorry. This, that does not reflect the views of the <laughs> podcast. We can imagine what it must be like to be so old so, like <laughs> close to heaven I'm just kidding totally kidding that's horrible yeah i mean okay and then and then so, okay so for context this is the this this season bafflingly has 27 episodes i mean like what a, yeah that's crazy this How is episode 25 usually? i feel like i mean i guess a lot of shows have like 22 24 uh-huh. like on network tv maybe as many as 28 but that's still seem, that's almost 30 that doesn't seem right to me they have too 27 many i mean a lot of gray's seasons don't have that this many but then these last three episodes are this like marathon of horror pain the horror and yeah. pain so this is i mean just 10 minutes after this then the heart is like He's maybe not at the top of the list. And so she comes up with the idea to cut the Elvad wire in order to make him worse. His stats become worse so that he can get the heart, which is super illegal. Yeah. And it's also just like stupid stupid and crazy. Yeah. Okay. So this and is. And we. Okay. Yeah. No, oh, no, no. What? What? I was going to say, and then there's a moment. They have to explain if you don't know this clip. Then two doctors from different hospitals are fighting for the heart because two patients need it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's this clip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's all that? Heart stuff. I was going to put this heart in me in my room. I didn't know transplants were so informal. There, there may not be a heart, Danny. Somebody at Mercy West might get it instead. So this isn't going to happen again. Not necessarily. I have been over this and over this, and it can't be a lie and it can't be fake. We need charts. We need test results. We need Yunus to believe us. So it has to be real. What are you talking about, Izzy? In order for you to get the heart, you would have to get worse much worse and you would have to do it very quickly well i don't see that happening you see that happening i am gonna make it happen this is really bad guys sorry about the socks it's so bad it's like i mean and then from the moment just so the moment before this is like Meredith and Christina being like, he's not going to get the heart and that's okay. Like he would have to get, he would have to be so wor- so much worse. And like, it's actually good because it means that he's in good shape. And she is looking at them crazy. And she's like, like, bing, she's bing, like bing. you're right. Yeah. 
yes, you're you're right. It's like, no, wait, what? No, is he? No. I feel like if my person that I loved, my voice just got so beautiful. Did you notice that? Yeah, I did. Wow. Uh, (laughs) 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 Get back to it, to normal. If the person that I loved was like, I'm doing better. I have this problem that's going to potentially be okay for two years. And I'm feeling okay right now. I do not think personally I would cut their Alvad wire. Yeah. Does that make sense? That totally makes sense. Yeah, I totally see where you're coming from. I think that if the person that I was in love with was stable Mm -hmm. and was probably going to live for a little while um, and and then – there was kind of the option, like the chance that they would eventually get a transplant heart. Mm-hmm. I would not cut in my my personal okay. life. I would not cut the elephant wire. Okay, controversial, yeah, and not what everyone has to say. If Izzy was here, she would be like, "I'd cut the elephant wire." Like, we get it, girl. And Go for like, it. Yeah, <laughs> but it's also, your Denny. But also, maybe think about it. Wait. Okay. So then. Yeah. Sorry. I okay. So then, that one too Erica soon. Han, who eventually becomes super. She replaces. Important. Yeah. She replaces Burke. She's so good. She's so smart and she's so and you have unapologetic. Such mixed, yes, and you have such mixed feelings about her because she's so cruel to Christina, and it's not, it's not warranted. Like there's no, there's no reason why she should be that mean. But she like perceives that Christina like tried to sleep her way to the top, and you're like, you know, Christina, so you're like, no, that's not what she did at all. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's. It's really good. And then this is the first episode where we ever meet her because she's a cardiothoracic surgeon at Mercy, Mercy West, West at, with the competing patient who also wants. She is her and Burke together when they're that's so powerful for me. I know. So then you pulled this clip, which I'm so glad yeah. you did, where she wants this heart. Stevens? You should get back here with the heart as soon as you can. What the hell are you what are you talking about? Preston? Izzy, what did you do? As soon as I get confirmatory tests on labs, to raise Denny's you know status, I will fax them over to you. And then you should waste no time in getting back here. Because I don't know enough to know how long Denny will have once I start. Start? What did you do, Izzy? Mm-hmm. What did you do? I'm going to hang up now. Just hurry. According to my intern, Denny Duquette is in pulmonary edema. He has been intubated and placed on multiple IV drips. So Preston gets the heart. Great, let's open this guy. However, given this unusual situation and out of respect to Dr. Hahn, I'd like to confirm those results. You, you just did? In person. I want to confirm them in person. Are you kidding? By the time you get there, it'll be another hour. What are you up to, Burke? Why don't you just talk to your chief, confirm the results with him? Well, because of the shootings today at the restaurant, uh, all our attendings are still in surgery. Exactly. Now, if you prefer, I can just call you, Nelson, and have them give me the heart, or I can go and make sure that it really belongs to me. Go. Thank you. I guess it's hard to choose like one Han moment. It is. I 
you know, the moment I would choose, which I didn't choose, is later when the heart actually does go to Denny and she has to physically hand it over to Karev. Oh my God. And sounds really good. Do you remember this part? Not really. What does she say? Does she talk about her patient? She gets, yeah, she gets choked up and she goes, this guy's been waiting for heart for like three years. He is a really good guy. He has kids. And Karev goes, I'm really sorry. And she goes, yeah, right. And he's like, no, believe me, I am. Because, you know, he doesn't want Denny to get the heart. Yeah. So, I mean, as we all know. She's just such a good doctor. She's such a good doctor. Actually, Burke is such a good doctor, too. Burke leaves the hospital because (sighs) Izzy has called him saying that she's going to, like, do some stupid thing. And Burke goes to the hospital and he gets shot. It's crazy. And so... Oh my gosh, Alex is looking at us like, I'm sorry, what? It's like you're moved he's by like, the story. He's like, he's like, sorry, what? Um, Yeah, oh so Ken Marino plays this really assholey um, manager of a restaurant where there was a employee, a disgruntled employee who had been fired who comes and shoots up the restaurant. And like the whole, the, all the rest of the cases in this episode are people who were in that restaurant shooting. And it's like this couple where the man like used his girlfriend as a human shield and so she's oh, breaking yeah. she's up like, with it's him over she's like it's over and then it's <laughs> this guy who's a dishwasher who is like hates his boss you know hates the boss and he's like i kind of understand why this happened <laughs> and then ken marino who didn't get shot is like going around being like i guess i'm just really strong i guess like he's a total fucking asshole <laughs> and they the shooter like they don't have him in custody and he comes to the hospital and he kills Ken Marino and he kills and he shoots himself in the head. He doesn't actually kill himself right away. And he also shoots Burke. Oh, wow. Are you okay? Yeah. But that was, that was like for emphasis. Wow. He shot Burke. He shot Burke. He does. And Burke. And so they, so we're going to next play the clip where Izzy cuts the LVAD wire. You hear it. Click. You hear it cut. And she's just waiting for Burke to get there because she's like, I'm not, I'm just an intern. I don't know how to actually fix this, but Burke's never coming because Burke got shot. And I just want to warn you, I'm going to do an impression of the last line after it's over. Oh, thank God. I'm just going to build that up for everyone. You feeling good? I think so. Explain this to me again. Okay, um, the LVAD has been inserted into your abdomen and is connected to your heart. This cord leads to the power source. This one is connected to the pump that pumps your heart for you. I have the crash cart, the defibrillator, the Ambu bag, saline. Do what, Izzy? Um, I feel like we should say stop. Denny, do you want to say stop? Kiss me. Yes. Right here. Try lust or coveting, and you'll only hurt yourself and probably one or two others. And Marino but anger, leaves the hospital. Anger is the worst. Okay, the guy uses his girlfriend as a shield again. Okay, we're done. What was that? Were those gunshots? The mother of all sins. Petey. Denny. 
There really is some kind of big glowy light. I'm gonna try to get him to stay out of it. Exactly. I don't like the sound of this. Just make sure nobody comes through that door. What are you doing? I'm stopping his heart, George. Not only can anger drive you over the edge, when it does, you can take an awful lot of other people with you. Okay. Rick will be here any minute. She sniffed it. It feels really disrespectful. Disrespectful to do an impression of the last line now, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Okay, here you go. Perk will be here soon. Is yeah. that good? That was really good. Ugh, I don't have it, but someday, someday again. soon. I mean, mm-hmm. even today. <laughs> End of today. Oh my god. It's the way that that last part is sequenced is so good. Like they just have built all these different parts in the episode and you know all these people. And then just the way that it all comes together is, oh, it's it's really, really good. It's such good TV. It's so good. I want to kill anyone who says the show isn't good. I want to actually murder them with bare hands. It's such a good show. Oh my gosh. I realize that somehow I skipped over this clip that you have where she says, I'll never be able to forgive you for making me love you and i actually don't know if i can handle watching i'll just do an impression of it okay yep here we go i have to back up okay that's professional of me and i'll never forgive you for making me love you it's like that yeah sorry that's super disrespectful she's a really good actor in the scene that's why i pulled it (laughs) oh my god yeah i just she just weeps she weeps she's like this was my way out yeah, I mean, her energy in these last three episodes where she's just like in problem solving mode and she's completely overrun by emotion, it's very visceral. Mm-hmm. And you kind of are watching her and you can't help but just like kind of need your hands and be like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Because it's she's a loose not. cannon. Yeah, I mean, she just what, what could, what, I mean, mm-hmm. just the way that she's just like, it's okay, it's okay. Brooke will be here any minute. Like, really good thank you really good by the way um okay and then i pulled this clip from the next episode where so something that is amazing about the next episode because slowly every doctor starts coming in so it's like meredith comes in christina comes in and they all are like problem solving and they're like we need this medicine they're like i what does it look like they're like i'll know it when i see it like you they do such a good job of showing that they're baby doctors and they actually are so in over their head and can't like and i think that that's so that's like one of my favorite parts of the episode that you want to think like like it really makes you think like they are not capable of this like this is not okay things are not fine Mm -hmm. and just the way that they're absolutely panicking and then Bailey walks in on them and is like, what are you doing? Drop, and yeah. It dro- like, and asks for the pump that Izzy's using to manually pump Denny's heart. She says for Olivia to take over and Izzy like freaks out. Mm-hmm. Which is tough to watch. Yeah. And I pulled this clip <sighs> where after they've all like been caught and, but the heart is still being pumped 
and Manually. Burke is like, yeah, Burke is like in surgery or whatever. It's this moment with Bailey. How you feeling, Denny? Really, really good. Like an athlete or a superhero or some other kind of really healthy person. You're funny. You're a funny guy. Is he? No speaking. I cut my own elbow wires, you know. I went rogue. All by myself. Shush. You're weak enough as it is. Please don't waste energy on lying. Dr. Bailey? I did indeed say no speaking. I don't care. He's gonna get the heart, right? You're gonna sign the charts and talk to the transplant coordinator. Here the labs. See? See, his BUN and creatinine are increasing. He clearly has pulmonary edema. He deserves to move up to 1A status on the transplant list. Yunus will give him the heart. You just need to call. Isabel Stevens, I take my medical advice from doctors. You are a visitor. What? As of now, you are a visitor in this hospital. You will not be a doctor in this hospital again until I decide you are. Olivia, take over the heart pump. Oh. That moment is like, oh my god! It's brutal, but it's like it's so deserved. Totally, <laughs> but it's like, but I mean, you—I don't know—you just have so many feelings about it at once because yeah. it's so, it's so unfair what's happening. Like the whole reason why Burke got shot is because of Izzy, and yeah. Christina now is also roped into this, and it's just—and then Bailey who didn't do anything wrong in teaching them. Like now her medical career is compromised. It's right. And so when you like do want to see Izzy get yelled at because mm-hmm. you're like, what the fuck are you doing? And she hasn't been called on any of her shit really. Like Meredith was like, hey, don't. But it wasn't like, <laughs> no one's like yelled or been like, bitch, no. Hey, can you do him a quick b- fave and <laughs> not do that? <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> and then it's crazy because Denny does get the heart and he does survive the surgery and he's fine. And for a day, then well, for, for more than a day, I don't know how long it is. And, and yeah, he throws a cloud and dies. It's <sighs> so sad to watch him die. Holy shit! This yeah. is what happens. Wait, no, not yet. About this clip, I feel like oh, this Meredith, one right here. Oh, I was gonna say this last one we just watched. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say Meredith and Christina and George, like you were saying, I think are super like. The way they handle themselves in this episode, I think is like really, it's just them like coming and helping Izzy to me is like something that like I definitely would imagine George doing and like Meredith too. And it's like, I think important that Christine is also doing it because I also feel like there's a world where she's like, no bitch and walks away. Right. Like, of course not, because she actually does really value these friendships. And it's like, and she also like, ultimately, I guess the goal is that they save him and it's no longer, it's like. They just want to fix the problem. Right. I don't know. There's like not that much ego in it. I know. And I like it. Like, Me too. That. Yeah. It's, oh, God. I take my medical advice from doctors. Is you're a visitor. You're a visitor. Oh, brutal. But she's like then like, yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> I mean, not really, but you know. Yeah. Okay. And then the next clips that we have are the final clips. And they're the ones from the last episode. The episode where he's okay and the episode where he dies and the episode crucially where he proposes to izzy well he proposes to izzy in the episode before when he's like on the brink of death 
but mm-hmm. she kind of thinks that he just like says it half unconscious and doesn't remember and she doesn't bring it up and then he's like he brings it up once he's better again she's like, and she's like committed. Oh, oh so you remember that <laughs> which i really do i would do that i would just pretend that it never happened and i would be like oh oh we're okay, just friends so we're just actually, friends we're just friends yeah that's actually <laughs> fine i'm actually really relieved should um i gotta go i would stay but bailey catches me here she and uh you know the chief has us doing this prom thing it's so you look Woohoo, Denny. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go. What? Huh? You like your men sick and feeble? You don't dig healthy guys? <laughs> I, I dig you. Then why are you all swirly and twitchy? No, I'm not. It's because I asked you to marry me. So you remember that? It's not the kind of thing I'd forget. Yeah. Look, Denny, um, I'm giving you an out. Excuse me? Well, I'm giving you an out. I mean, you thought you were dying, and I was saving your life, and, you know, everything was so... We can't get married. I mean, that would be crazy, insane. We should date and have sex. Plenty of sex. You know, when your heart gets better and you're out of the hospital, all the sex you can handle. But marriage is, um... (laughs) Marriage, I mean... It's my turn now. But I need to... No, no, no. We're taking turns. I've decided, and it's polite, and it keeps me from yelling. When it's your turn again, you can talk. For five years, I've had to live by the choices of my doctors. The guys that cut me open decided my life. There wasn't one choice that was mine. And now, I have this heart that beats and works. I get to be like everybody else. I get to make my own decisions, have my own life, do whatever the damn hell I choose. Now here's the good part. So you listen close. What I choose is you. You're who I want to wake up with and go to bed with and do everything in between with. I get a choice now. I get to choose. I choose you, Izzy Stevens. Okay. It's your turn again. That's, that's an advanced Shondalog. Mm-hmm. God. Something inspiring about that scene is that she, we can see her brown roots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to remember that she's not a natural blonde because that kind of brings her back down to earth. Absolutely. For me. Yeah. No, that's sorry. at least in the top 10 takeaways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like, that's definitely... I find Denny really charming and mm-hmm. I really like him. That's like the most swoon worthy yeah. Denny moment. That's true. And she does agree to marry him. Okay. Should we watch him die? Ugh. Oh my gosh. Should we watch him die? Okay. Here we go. Oh yeah. You're going to come watch Time to watch him die. Oh good. Alex is going to come over and watch him die. Well, we earned it. Oh God. I just love that 
both Alex and Megan, who are the amazing producers on this podcast, neither of them have ever seen any of Grey's before. And they let me do this podcast anyway. And they're just like along for the fucking ride. And he's he's coming over to watch. Well, he's Denny been laughing die. a lot at the storyline. So we'll see how he freaking takes this. Yeah. Okay. So, Alex, I'm going to let you know this. The chief's niece has cancer. And she had, and she, uh, was at her prom and was like losing her virginity to a really sweet boyfriend and she passed out. And so she didn't really get to experience her prom. And so the chief in this like extremely TV plot, there's a prom at the hospital. The hospital. And so all the doctors like dressed up and stuff like that so much. I mean, this is the season two finale. There is Everyone looks fucking so amazing and much. <laughs> Everyone looks amazing. It's, it's crazy. And so... Denny uh, is waiting. He's fine. And Izzy is going to come up and show him her dress. She agreed to marry him. And she's like, I'll come by later and I'll show you my dress. And then fucking buckle up. We get this. Nothing comes easy. Oh, he looks at the sky. He feels something. He drops his crossword or whatever. Open out the sky. Pained look on his face flat and a line. utter flatline. Oh, Elevator doors open. Sleeveless dress. Pink princess dress. Hair up. Oh my god. I'm so excited. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> the elevator door has closed. What does this mean? Yeah, <laughs> of course. It's me predicting. I mean, what do you think? He just dies? Yep. Hey, he just dies? <laughs> yep, he dies. And then do you want to see the next time we see him? Yes. So someone comes and says, Denny's died. And the, and we don't, we never see the moment where Izzy like realizes he's died. Thank God. But they come in, they come and get everyone and everyone's had a fucked up night. <laughs> everyone's had a fucked up night like, Christina and Burke like are in a weird space because she hasn't really been there for him and the shooting she doesn't really know how to cope with it. Meredith is there with the vet, but she just had sex with Derek. And Derek's there with Addison, right? And Derek is there with his wife who he wanted to stay with. And and they all are and they all have not admitted who did it. <laughs> like they all have been interrogated by the chief over the course of this episode and they all yeah. won't 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 rat out Izzy. And so, which but, is beautiful. And they're all like, they're all of them, their medical careers are threatened. But then this happens. Lena Duquette died at 7.42 this evening. I like Miranda's dress. Me too. Damn it. What happened? I didn't know what to do. I, I didn't think you guys would want me to go to the chief, but. Oh, where is she? She's in there with him. Olivia is like an unexplored thing. Alex is missing. I think it was a stroke. He was prone to blood clots. A clot could have formed on his sutures, traveled to his brain. It only takes a second. Yes. Dr. Hahn did a beautiful job on the surgery. But I don't know why I didn't think of blood clots. He died all alone. 
He was. There was nothing you could have done. I changed my dress three times. I wanted to look nice. I would have been here sooner. But I couldn't figure out which dress to wear. Izzy. We shouldn't be in here. Is there are things that they need? They need to move him. Take him to the morgue. You can't stay here. I know you want to. Can you please? Please. Just get out. I want to be alone with Denny. Izzy, that's not Denny. You can't shut up. No, Karev doesn't. Yes. It's not Denny. The minute his heart stopped beating, he stopped being Denny. Now I know you love him, but he also loved you. And a guy that loves you like that, he doesn't want you to do this to yourself. That's true. Because it's not Denny. Not anymore. Oh my God. <laughs> Chasing cars, baby. And then look, he scoops her up. And it's a weightless. He looks so dead. He looks so dead. So He's he been dead for like four days. days. And now he's going to the She's such a good actress, honestly. I know. Isn't that ridiculous? Isn't that the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard? Isn't that the most ridiculous piece of crap you've ever heard? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> looks like Colton from The Bachelor. I don't like that <laughs> He kind of does, and my cousin. Oh, and he picks her up. (laughs) It's awful. Oh my god. And they're just like watching it all happen. And they're just like, I don't know what to do. Alex is getting up and he's walking away, shaking his head. And and can you blame him? God. Yeah. Holy shit. I. The last part where she leaves and confesses that she did it is the last thing I want to watch. It was me. I got his open wire. I did it. No one helped me. And now I thought I was a surgeon, but I can't. I thought I was a surgeon, but I am not. So I quit. Izzy. And then Meredith wants to leave. And Finn is like, Meredith. And then Derek is like, Meredith. And then she looks at one. She looks the other. Looks one. Looks the other. End of season. Oh my god. Oh my god. Watching. Oh my god. Watching Jenny throw a clot. I'm like, okay, that's really good acting. Watching her lay in bed with her dead fiance. I mean, it's just like. I know. 
what Shonda can do, the mind boggles. Yeah, I know. I don't oh know. God. I mean, the actors who like, I mean, the like, I'm constantly baffled by like, this seems like the hardest acting job in the entire world. Yes. I do not understand. Not, not, like, not even the series regulars. It makes more sense to me than the people who come in for like a 10 episode arc or even like a day. I'm like, how do you get there? Yeah. It's so overwhelming to me. I'm like, these are the best actors in the world. They're so good. It's so hard to do this kind of thing, at least um, for me. <laughs> oh, my God. I just, I guess my takeaway from rewatching these clips is just that, like, there's so many parts of Grey's that are, like, it's storylines like this that earn Grey's the reputation of being, like, really dramatic and, like, the melodrama and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But when they're acted so well, when you're watching it, it it really does like emotionally grip you and you're able to kind of see yourself in these characters who are doing these truly insane things. And there's so much, there's so much value to having that much like, like feminine pain. Like what Izzy goes through is so something that a woman would write. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It's not what men think women do. It's what women imagine they would do in these like crazy situations. Mm-hmm. And I really relate to that because I am like a hyper emotional. I get attached to anything. I have a hard time like throwing out a sweater because mm-hmm. I'm like, it's mine. Like I, yeah, I, it deserves more than this. And like, I don't know it. The beginning is so weird for me to like understand why they're drawn to each other but Mm -hmm. even just in the course of like watching these clips tonight I'm like by the end I'm like no that it's you you really can't control that stuff you just like get sucked in also part of it that speaks that's really true a part of it that speaks to me is like the fantasy part of it and like the life you imagine with someone versus like probably the life you could actually have with them it's so painful to say goodbye to that fantasy and that's like although it's like this is like greek tragedy level of like this kind of experience like even like a breakup or like not or like i don't know going on a date and imagining that that person's going to be awesome or whatever like the life that you were like planning or like could see with that person saying goodbye to that and realizing you're like totally alone yeah is so devastating and like i see like a minimal part of what she experienced in my life and they're and I'm grateful that it's represented <laughs> yeah well there are certain moments in grays and this i think is definitely one of them where like there are these really believable moments of grief and like dis like I, the other one i'm thinking of is um the woman who has had a bunch of brain surgeries and she's older, she's old and elderly and like her husband has been with her through all of them. And they always say like, we kiss to say, well, I'll see you on the other side or like, I'll see you when you wake up. And then she doesn't wake up and she dies and he starts doing compressions on her chest and (sighs) she won't, you know, she's dead. Mm -hmm. And he's really old and he starts getting tired and out of breath. And so they're giving him oxygen as he continues to do compressions and then bailey takes over and then she doesn't want it's just like oh my god but it's moments like that where you're like no but that's what i do like yeah i like to watch like these are like really measured like 
smart characters and be like, yep, that'd be me. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I just kind of do what I have to do is say goodbye when it's time to say goodbye. And it's like, no, that's not actually what would happen. I would be a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Should we channel this into sh- Shondaland? Oh my God, for sure. I'm so excited, but I have no idea what I'm going to talk about, but I can't wait to just figure it all on spot. Well, mm-hmm. to recap, it's just anything you really want to talk about. It cool. is just, there's kind of like a thesis line, but honestly... You know, Denny kind of took his and he molded it as he went through. You you can really do whatever you want. That's true. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, Why don't you go? Well, why don't you go first? Okay. What song? Do you think a song called Sleep? Oh, beautiful. probably right. We're probably headed there soon. I genuinely have no idea what I'm going to do this on and I'm just going to listen Wait, to the music. Are you going to tell moved. me first or is it sort of just like... No, I'm going to hear the song and I'm going to see what happens. Okay. Wow. Oh my God. Can you Absolutely believe that it was that upbeat? <laughs> Called fucking sleep. Can you imagine doing a Shondalog to that? No. <laughs> I really I'm can't. having a good time. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How about this? Something called. Okay. This one's called lotion. What do you think Yum. will happen? No. Ooh. God damn it. That is like on call room pager like yes. vibes. Yeah. They're like, it's like coming back from a commercial <laughs> break and they're already hooking up. <laughs> They're like, we can't be here anymore, but it feels so good. What about this? No. God, these are fucking awesome. Jesus. Oh, I do remember this, though. Okay. (laughs) I'm so excited. I've been here. So you're alone again. And I know you know that. I don't want to do this thing that we always do where I just come in and I say the thing that I know you already know. But I have been here. And as many times as we see each other and pretend that the thing that isn't going to happen is going to happen and then we let it not happen it just I'm not going to let that I've been here and I'm going to continue to be here and you can come you can be there but if we're going to do this we're not going to pretend like we don't know each other. We're not going to pretend like the past couple years haven't happened, even though sometimes I want to. <laughs> so, I've been here. The question is, where do you want to be? I'm going to be on the bridge at midnight, and don't don't tell me now. I just... Maybe just actually text me and tell me. No, just come to the Brit. Um, I'll, I'll be there. Okay. Bye. <laughs> okay. Bye. That was like... um. There was like a moment of true Nicole in there. <laughs> which well, was text me. Wait. No, no, no. Just meet me at the bridge. <laughs> like, oh, no, that's so stupid. Yeah, Wait, I love that. That was so like crush. Like we'll figure it out. Vibes. I'm obsessed with that. Yeah, that was like season six, yeah. like merger era. Yeah, that was the vibe I was going for before all the tragedy happened. There. 
Mm, yeah. <laughs> okay. Before April, and I always do like to set the record on this, before April gets Derek shot and is literally the only reason why Derek gets shot. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, it's hugely um, controversial. <laughs> okay. okay. I need a really sad one. Okay, I'm going to try. I feel like you're going to kind of like understand what's happening after this. This one is called Where They Wander. That sounds like it can be really oh sad. God, I'm so nervous and excited. This is like... I've been waiting for this since last night when you asked me to do this podcast. <laughs> okay. Jesus, I'm, no, a, I'm like having bad, really all. bad luck today. Um, oh my God. That's like them at jo like Joe's bar. Yeah, playing darts. Like Meredith! <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh my god, I'm like shaking, but like I'm channeling. <laughs> Do you think that sounds good? Yeah. You don't see me. I stand next to you and you look at me. Yeah, but you don't see me. When I was eight, I opened the door to my house and I ran away from home. And on the street, I met this woman and she brought me back to my mom. I ran away so my mom would finally see me. But she brought me right back home and my mom died later. Whoa. Nope, back on track. <laughs> so now, I'm standing in front of you, and I'm asking you to give me this shot. I'm asking for you to take me by the shoulders and say, yeah, I'll teach you. I'll do what you need me to do. But you don't see me. So here I fucking am, okay? Not, no, here I beep am. Standing in front of you, ready to fucking learn. So all I ask is that next time you look at me, you see your patience for you. Oh good? my god, that was really good. I was like kind of scared and got lost and then found my way home, which is awesome. <laughs> that was really good. Thank you so much. Oh my god. I actually think you don't see me is so, so authentic. Thank you. I feel like. George, I feel like George has a you don't see me. Like a, like I may a, be the George of this room, and that's hard to face, <laughs> <laughs> but I might be. Oh my God. Who am I? It's so cathartic. Am I the Teddy? The okay. Oh my God. That's so hot for you. Thank You're you. like in Amsterdam, I think, and like in a small cove, like waiting to be fucked. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I know exactly what, what part of the show you're at. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Ugh. Wow, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for having me. I'm going to kind of be reeling from your Shondalog for a little while. That means the world. And uh -huh. honestly, I'll be reeling from yours and can't wait to see what happens with the bridge thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know at midnight if um, they come. Mm -hmm. um, where can people find you? Um, in Prospect Park. No. Oh, sorry, that sucks. Uh, on Twitter, Ava and her IUD is my Twitter. <laughs> it's true. I have an email too, but no big deal. Email me, hang out. Fuck. Oh. 
<laughs> Open invite, baby. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much thank for doing this. Thank you for having me. Talking about Denny Duquette. So sad, but now we kind of moved past it. Thank you everyone so much for listening. I hope that if you liked this pod that you will subscribe and you'll rate it and please write a review. Um, and I will see you guys at the next step. I mean, I'll, I'll talk to you guys at the next step. I'll talk to you on... Uh, I'll see you at the bridge at midnight, okay? <laughs> Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.